Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world. We're glad you all could be with us as well. Have a real treat for you all today. We're excited to welcome back Margaret Mizusima to our program today. Margaret's the author of the Timber Creek Canine Mystery Series, and she's out with a brand-new book this week that I'm really excited to be able to talk to her about. It's called Standing Dead. If you guys have not been reading the series, this book is also a great standalone, but we're going to talk to Margaret not only about the release of the book uh, this, this this year, but also what it's been like for her to share these characters and also these new situations that I think will make all of us kind of ask ourselves, what would you do if you're put in a situation like Deputy Cobb as well? If you all are new to Margaret, of course, we'll let you all know how to be able to stay connected with her. But Margaret, thank you so much again for the conversation. Glad to have you back. Oh, thank you. It's always nice to visit with you, Cyrus. Thanks for having me here. Hey, glad to do it. So, Margaret, I want to talk about what you've done with this series because Timber Creek is a very big part of this series, of course, as it is with Standing Dead. But what has it been like for you to introduce not only these characters but also bring people into Timber Creek with you? Well, um, it's interesting in that Timber Creek is kind of a uh, simulation to uh, the town I grew up in in Colorado, which was called Sawatch, Colorado. And so uh, being able to bring Timber Creek to life was was great. Uh, I did kind of base it on several small towns in Colorado, and um, I surrounded it with national forest and wilderness areas so that we could have plenty of mountain terrain for Maddie Cobb and her dog Robo and all of the support cast there at the Timber Creek um, Sheriff's Department uh, to support Maddie. But uh, by the way, Timber Creek is fictional and so you won't find it on a map. Um, <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> it's been great uh, being able to uh, take this series now into its eighth book. And I'm very grateful to readers for supporting the books because um, that's how authors get contracts to write more books in their series is when people buy the books. So yeah. thanks to any readers out there who have been doing that. I really appreciate it. Well, they appreciate you, and I'm so glad that you mentioned two things. One, the inspiration for Timber Creek, but also that we're not going to be able to find this, so we, we should not be getting in our car and getting lost uh, trying, to, <laughs> trying to discover Timber Creek. But what I will say, though, uh, Margaret, that says a lot about you as a storyteller, you make it real. I mean, even in Standing Dead, Timber Creek is almost a character in this book. Is that something that you've been hearing from other readers as well? Yes, actually, I have, and and from book review book reviewers too. Um, I think that's because I've always lived near small towns um, as I have been growing up, and even as an adult, my husband and I lived outside of a small town in Colorado while he had his veterinary practice on our property, um, and because we had a large animal practice with a uh, vet hospital on the 
on the property, we did not want to be located inside city limits. So we always have had a rural life, and um, I think that's why I can bring that to my books, because that is the, the setting I'm familiar with, small town. And I'm also very uh, familiar with the west, the wilderness area, because as a young person, I used to do lots of hiking up in the high country. And so um, I'm, I think they say, write what you know, but yeah. this is what I know. Um, so... Um, yeah, I think that's why I can bring that to life. There is, of course, uh, the the continued journey of Deputy Maddie Cobb. I want to definitely talk to you about about Maddie, but also in relation to how people, I think, can resonate with her or at least want to think that they would have some of her courage, uh, some of her stick to um, but also her fearlessness that comes out when it comes to things that she is passionate about. Talk to us for our audience that's just now finding out about this series, Margaret. How did Maddie Cobb come to you? Maddie Cobb actually came to me second. Cole Walker came to me first, the veterinarian of the series. Maddie Cobb was inspired by a friend who was a canine handler in Bellingham, Washington. I met this woman um, probably about two years before I started writing the book. Um, and she also was uh, a great, has been and was a great consultant for me on police procedure as far as handling canines and patrol dogs. Um, her dog was actually named Robo, which is what we've named uh, this German Shepherd in the Timber Creek canine books. Um, Robo, the real Robo, was very, very well trained. And he was, from from all of the stories I heard about him and the, the different skills that he brought to the job, um, he was a wonder dog. And so I just really wanted to copy that um, in my books and provide people with a wonder dog that they could really admire. And then, yes, Maddie is a totally funky, um, very determined young woman who has come to the series with lots of baggage, and she is unpacking that baggage slowly as the series develops and becoming healthier and healthier in her emotional world. And um, I just, I've, uh, even though this woman um, whom I admire um, that that I inspired her character. This this real life woman has none of the background that Maddie has. Uh, all of that is fictional. All of that just came out of my mind uh, as I created Maddie, and and some of that um, stuff I added as the series as the series progressed. So um, yeah, even though we authors typically base our characters on real people. We don't really copy them. Hmm. Yeah. And and that leads us then to the other side of this, which is uh, with a situation for standing dead. And that is, of course, a thing where Maddie and Robo are taken, and that is just something quite personal, um, 
where, you know, it is a situation that hits literally close to home for Medi. Talk to us about the what if for you. I mean, how do you kind of decide what situation you want to put put Maddie and Robo into? This book is pivotal in the series in that it wraps up a lot of the story questions that I started several books ago uh, for Maddie. And um, I really wanted to do that for readers. I wanted to give them the answers to the mystery of her backstory. And uh, part of that was that I was moving at the time that I was writing this book, and I was seriously thinking that I had way more than I could handle (laughs) as far as trying to write a book and also trying to dismantle a property that my husband and I had lived on for 41 years. And so I thought maybe this will be the last book, but it's not. Um, I am working on book nine in the series, and my publisher um, is very willing for this series to go on. So um, I I felt very much that I wanted to answer those personal questions for Maddie, such as what happened to her when she was two years old, the night that she was abducted, along with her mother and brother. And that... um, comes out um, in book one and book two of the series. And so that story question has been uh, in the minds of readers all along, and I felt that it was time that I answered that question. Um, I knew the answer a few books ago, um, but wanted to go ahead then and and lead up to it and uh, now put it in this this book. Um, The other thing is um, for folks who have followed the series, Maddie found her mother, the the family, the brother, mother, and Maddie were all separated when she was six years old. And um, she did not know where her mother was all that time. She's now around 30, 30 years old. And so that uh, story question was also answered is what happened to Maddie's mother? Where has she been? And um, in this particular story, um, Maddie's mother comes into danger and it's up to Maddie to save her. So it's Maddie's mother and a biological sister that Maddie found a couple of books ago. Um, they They are in danger, and so is Maddie, actually. Um, And so she must go into a killer's lair, try to save her family, and uh, that's what she does. All alone, Robo doesn't go with her this time. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think, too, the the other side of it, too, is uh, you mentioned Cole. And, I mean, it's interesting seeing their relationship being fleshed out as well they're being able to to talk about their feelings um and also the reality of of you know uh, of life right and i i i think there's this whole thing of you know us seeing the vulnerability of maddie as well you know she talks about discovering her sister with cole she talks about you know of course you know this search for her mother 
Um, you know, there's that one line you wrote in the book, Margaret, where she says, you know, I tried so, you know, to find my mother almost my whole life. Um, and, and you know, so, of course, you have this opportunity where she can do be able to do something good. She's going to take with it. What was that like for you, To I mean, I, I think for a lot of people, uh, Margaret, if they're reading a book like this, we do have to ask ourselves, as I mentioned earlier, what would I do in this situation? Even though we know it's fiction, even though we know it's, you know, it, it's a mystery in some respects, it's hard not to ask yourself as you're kind of taking this journey along with Maddie, what would you do? What was it like for you to answer that question for yourself? Oh, boy. Um, that's that's a, a terrible question, isn't it? Um, I don't. I don't even pretend to to be as courageous as Maddie Cobb, who now calls herself Maddie Ray because she took back her biological family name. Um, I don't even pretend to be as brave as she is. Um, I I'm not quite sure what I would do to be honest. I always felt that um, if I were in a situation of life and death, I would definitely protect my children and my husband and my family. Um, But it's one of those things that you look at from a distance and you think, well, yes, but that's just never going to happen. Um, I'm an addict when it comes to watching uh, true crime uh, documentaries on television and and actually get some of my ideas uh, from my mysteries. Uh, from watching those um, and it it does sort of bring home to you the fact that any of these types of situations can happen to anyone um, right. and so yeah it's it's a tough that's a very tough question to answer yeah, um, yeah. yeah and I think that's why we're glad to have people like Maddie to- <laughs> <laughs> to give us something yes. to it, to aspire to, you know, this, you know, yeah. I I learned a long time ago for myself, Margaret, never to say what I would or would not do because unless you're in mm-hmm. the situation, we'd love to think that we would do this or do that, but until the situation arises, you you never really know. And I think that's why the conversation with Cole is so mm-hmm. interesting in the book because. Cole realizes the importance, I'll talk around it, but he realizes the importance of the decisions he's making, but trying to get her to think not, you know, but don't forget about yourself and, and you know, and, and those who love you, you know, and I think that is mm-hmm. such an interesting thing. Are you surprised, Margaret, at how, I mean, it's one thing for you to have fallen in love with these characters, but are you pleasantly surprised, I'll put it that way? that people from book to book are just as excited about seeing where you're going to take these characters next? I am. I'm very pleasantly surprised. It's wonderful to receive from a reader um, who, you know, is just so excited about the current book. Um, And I have... um, a reader who's in his 90s who's followed the series from the very beginning. And he wrote to me just this week about how much he enjoyed this book. And he said, God willing, I can stick around long enough for the next one. And I was just like, yes, I hope you stick around long enough for the next one too. And um, 
so that's very gratifying and it, it, it encourages me to continue to write the next one. And um, I just, uh, yeah, it surprises me. Um, readers who write to me who really want Cole and Maddie to get married. Um, you know, enough is enough. Let's get these two married. <laughs> And so, yeah, it's just it's just wonderful um, to see readers embrace the the couple, um, the dog, and the community, and uh, almost talk about it like they're real people in a real town, um, just like my husband and I do at the dinner table when we're yeah. setting up plots together. We just talk about these characters like they're real. And even my daughter sent me a book uh, one time on um, the psychological issues that Maddie is suffering and and uh, the treatment of those types of issues. And, um, and <laughs> said, maybe this could help Maddie. <laughs> so, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Well, we really you, look then... at these characters. Yeah. Yeah, you you know you've done your job then, Margaret, <laughs> for, sure, for sure. I mean, you definitely, as I mentioned earlier, make them real, make them relatable, and definitely exciting to read about. Again, everyone, Margaret Mizushima has been our guest, and the newest book is Standing Dead in the Timber Creek Canine Mystery Series. You can get it through our friends at Amazon.com or through your favorite local bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. Margaret, it is great catching up with you again. So, so excited for you. And all the great things happening for you. How can our audience stay connected with you? Oh, I have a website, margaretmizushima.com, and that's spelled M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-M-I-Z-U-S-H-I-M-A.com. And if you forget how to spell all that, just go to Amazon and uh, write in Timber Creek Canine Mysteries, <laughs> and they will pop up. And so you can go there and find my website. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So hopefully people can connect with me and stay connected. I appreciate that. Love it. Well, Margaret, again, thank you again for stopping back by and looking forward to our next chat together. <laughs> thank you. I am too. Thanks so much. More than welcome. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Thanks as always. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Now let's go make today amazing. Take care. <laughs>